everyone, and welcome to the Jamie Staples Weekly Poker Showdown, brought to you by Party Poker. I am your host, Jamie Staples, and I'm very excited to be back with you guys for another podcast episode. Still getting into the vibes of this thing, still figuring out how the live podcast works with the camera and everything. It's it's weird, but you know we're gonna figure it out. Have a jam-packed show today. A lot going on in the poker world. You know, it's September, right? All the big series are going on online. There's lots of drama as people find their way back from the festivals and the beach and the sun in the summer to get back onto the grind. So we're going to touch on some of that today. Thank you all so much for watching and let's jump into the show. I have some updates for everyone on the new software that was just released on Party Poker in September. If you guys missed this release, I have a video on my YouTube channel, uh, Poker Staples YouTube channel, about the new changes that went in. Uh, for the site so some of you guys provided feedback and then we got comments from the uh, the team that works on sort of updating the software and stuff like that so I wanted to pass that along um, there was a request for displaying the table full screen like being able to see it big uh, it's something that has been talked about but against the backdrop of other items that have to be sort of worked on uh, it's lower down on the priority list and this is something I've experienced so I've obviously been uh, assigned poker pro for almost five years now Four and a half years, I think. So I've had the opportunity to work with uh, the number one and the number two poker site in the world and sort of figure out how these innovation things work. And for me, it was very eye-opening the first time I experienced it of like, wow, all these people really know all these things that should happen, right? But it's just a list that's 500 things long and you have to sort of prioritize and figure out what you're going to do um, because you just can't do everything because it's difficult. It's just hard to do uh, everything, you know? So... Um, you know, this this is one of those things that seems like kind of down on the priority list, something that everyone thinks would be awesome, but like other things are more important in the first place. So um, there you go. Uh, I actually have an official date on this, so we're going to continue to review it and see this being a 2020 item uh, when moving to new technology. So there you go. 2020 is the proposed date for that. Uh, a comment saying software is utter garbage. Ayah, okay. Uh, sorry the player feels this way. We accept that the we are far from perfect and welcome more specific details so that we can look into the problems the player faces. Uh, absolutely. However you guys are listening or watching to this, would love to hear from you guys. That's something that I do on a consistent basis is like hear what my Twitch channel says uh, about the software, what they want to see, and then I pass that along to the team. And, you know, those changes sort of happen, right? Uh, like the the information on the table, I remember having a conversation with the team that works on on the innovating um, with the, the client and saying, man, it'd be really good if we could see the name of the tournament or if we could see what position we're in because the stats aren't very good for Twitch and streaming, like it's really hard to see, not just as a player, but for a viewer as well. And that happened, that got changed in September. So, I mean, your suggestions can make a difference and I'd love to hear from you. Uh, that's what we're all about. Um, Hotkeys, so people asking for hotkeys, actively uh, being planned, especially the initial wave of improvements uh, to go live towards the end of this year and beginning of next year. Would love to hear what hotkeys players feel we should prioritize in the first wave. So if you're a hotkey fan, what ones do you want to see? Um, and some people asking for the classic table theme. So classic table theme will return. Uh, it was a separate table implement to the oval and the racetrack table scene. Uh, today, only a very small percentage of players used it, but... Um, it, it is going to come back. So there you go. If you like the classic theme, I don't know what you're thinking personally. I couldn't imagine playing poker on the classic theme, but it's going to be there for you if you want it. So enjoy it. 
Uh, and that's the the update on software. So please keep sending that in. I'd love to do uh, you know updates on software frequently if if we can get that dialogue going. So love to hear from all of you. And that's the update. This week for the strategy section of the show, I wanted to talk a little bit about fast forward cash games, which is a very different format than what you see in a lot of other online poker areas. Uh, and I think it's something that can use specific strategy adjustments. So I figured to talk about it for those of you that might be new to the format. Party Poker is very much focusing on this format right now with these uh, big leaderboards with added money for the people that play them and grind them. So uh, I think really good value and hopefully some of you will learn some things from this tips. First off, um, the fact that it's fast forward so when you fold, you can move on to your next hand, it means that people play a little bit too tight in a lot of spots. Uh, you know, if someone's in the small blind and they have a hand like, I don't know, let's say jack six suited or jack seven suited, that might be a hand they should play if it folds all the way around to them. But often people will just be like, ah, it doesn't look very good. I'm going to skip. I can get the next hand immediately, move on to a bigger hand at a bigger table. So you'll often see that, especially at the smaller stakes, if you're playing, you know, the one cent, two cent, or two cent, five cent, five cent, ten cent, even ten cent, twenty-five cent, you'll see people sort of just like, I want to get in action and I want to play hands. So be aware of that, right? And the adjustments you can make is one, you can steal a few more hands, mix in a few more steals because they might have folded a few hands they shouldn't. Uh, and then two, if you're in the big blind, you really got to be wary of that, right? If, if someone is raising up at the small blind, you can assume that they're just that little bit stronger than they would be in a conventional cash game where they can't zoom forward to another table, you know, or fast forward to another table. So that's the first tip. The second tip is the weakest spot of the table, sort of vice versa of the small blind, uh, is the big blind, right? They don't have an option to fast forward. Uh, until someone raises, they have to wait to play their hand. So I think there's a level of psychology that goes into um, their decision-making uh, in the big blind of like, okay, I've come this far, I've got a, a small raise from the small blind, like I'm gonna play. So I think they're a little bit wider, right? Keep those two things in mind, I think that's really important. Another strategy tip for fast forward, which you may not consider because it's not even about the actual strategy of the game of poker, it's just the flexibility of the format. You know, in, in other formats, like the one I primarily play is tournaments, okay? And I need several hours to play tournaments because some of them take a long time, some of them are faster too, but it's just like you can't hop in a tournament for 10 minutes and then just be like, all right, I'm done, I'm gonna get back to doing whatever I'm doing, you know? Can't play in your lunch break at work, right? Uh, but fast forward allows you to play in very short periods of time. So that gives you ultimate flexibility. And something you might want to think about is keeping your mind fresh and coming at it with a clear state of mind. So you don't need to play these huge marathon sessions like we need to play with tournaments or you know if you're playing uh, some cash game tables and it takes a while to start up and sit back out. With fast forward, you can be in in an instant and out in an instant. So consider taking some constant breaks, you know, some uh, some refreshers, get some exercise in between, um, and and just figure out ways to keep your mind fresh and sharp because there's no need and no reason to put in marathon sessions and fatigue your mind. So keep that in mind. And the last tip I have for you for fast forward is make sure that you gather some reads. Now this is sort of counterintuitive, right? You're playing in a pool of players. So when you fold, you move on to a new table. It's difficult to gather information about your opponents and like remember what everyone's doing because you're playing with a bunch of people. But that's true for everyone as well. So you can't ignore that part of the game. So if you can start to develop 
um, some some reads on your opponents and start to learn some things about them. Even though you might only see them once in every like 20 hands, those hands are fast. And if you can gather that data, you're going to have an edge on the rest of the pool that is just getting their next hand quickly without thinking that sort of stuff. So take some notes down on your computer, open up a notepad, try and take some notes. And when you see them at the table, jot that down, gather those reads, have an edge. Hope those strategy tips help for the fast forward action. Let me know how it goes wherever you're watching this. You can tweet at me at Jamie Staples uh, and best of luck. So I've been having this thought recently and it's something that I've been spitballing in my head uh, and I've, I've talked to a few people about. I wanted to pass this along to you guys and, and at least just talk out loud about my thought process. So I often try and think about poker as a game and then think about sports, you know, other sports, think about other games and then figure out what they do in their industry or what they do at their high level, uh, the elite athletes or the elite gamers in each of these categories, what they do and what, how is that different from what we do in poker? And then try and learn from that because I think that's a really effective way to sort of leapfrog the competition in a lot of spots. So I was thinking about this uh, one day randomly and I was thinking about warm up. Um, I wanted to be a professional golfer growing up, so like warm up was very standard as a professional golfer. You hit the range, you hit a few putts, you know, you get your body loose, and then even before a shot, it's very normal. You go through a pre-shot routine, you do the same thing before every shot. So routine is sort of normal, and there's always a warm up to every action you're doing that is repetitive. And then I was thinking about, okay, so you know that happens, and and you know pretty much every professional sport that is physical in some aspect, there's always a warm up, right? It's going to be uh, stretching the muscles or getting loose or what have you. Um, and in video games, you see warm-ups as well. Like I, I think back to a streamer that uh, I often watch and he doesn't really play this game very much anymore, but uh, Summit 1G and he used to play CSGO all the time. Uh, and CSGO players would surf. They would go into this sort of virtual world where they would try and cruise around this map as a way of like warming up. I don't know. Uh, if it helped with reaction time or just like getting your fingers loose or something like that, right? So that was sort of the warm up for that game. I'm like, okay, so there's warm ups in games, there's warm ups in sports. What is our warm up in poker? And, you know, I've heard of a few proposals for a warm up, like mental game warm ups, you know, getting yourself in a good state of mind, but it's really not practiced, right? I think if you look at the industry of a whole, how many poker players, recreational or professional, have an active warm up before they start playing? And uh, it's got to be under 1%. Now, I get it. It's not a very physical game, right? So I'm not suggesting that we necessarily have to warm up our body, although that probably wouldn't hurt us. What could a warm-up be, at least from a, a mental sense, that helps us as poker players in whatever genre that we're playing? Um, so something I've been thinking about, and I, and I want to do some experimentation with this and try different things and see what works. But as a tournament player, often when I play tournaments, my I excel at the shorter stacked game, right? The uh, 35 big blinds and under, like I know that very well. I know all the strategies when it comes to that. That's like my wheelhouse. But often when I'm starting a session, I start kind of deep, right? I start with deep stacks. It's early in the sessions. So you're getting into tournaments early and, and uh, you know, I have deep stacks. So maybe it might be a good idea if I kind of warmed up with a little bit of cash games and a little bit of decision making, you know, play some three street pots, play some deep stack pots before I actually get into my main grind of tournaments. 
or maybe vice versa. Maybe it'd be nice to flex those short stack muscles because we're going to start deep, but you want to sort of activate that part of your game. So you might want to play some like hyper sit and goes or some spin and goes or something like that. I don't know what the answer is here, but I just feel like not having any sort of warm up or get into the session doesn't seem to make sense. It doesn't seem to be what we see in other genres close to ours. Um, so it's something worth thinking about. I'd love if you think about it too. And uh, I'm going to do some experimenting. I'll get back to you. Something pretty cool that Party Poker is doing that I wanted to bring to your attention. Uh, I think it's an amazing opportunity to do good for the world and show the good that poker can do uh, as a whole. So um, the Bahamas uh, obviously just went through a huge hurricane. Hurricane Dorian, I remember seeing the, uh, the radar you know, on Reddit or something like that. And it just seemed to hover over the Bahamas. Um, you know, I've seen some of the aftermath as well. Just um, really terrible effect on the Bahamas. Um, and Party Poker hosts an event in the Bahamas at the Bahamar, right? The Millions event uh, that's coming up in November. So um, they've put something together. Party Poker uh, Live has put something together to support the Bahamas. Um, so there's two ways that you can support the first is a charity tournament, and this is incredible. So there's added prizes to this, right? Eight added prizes. First to third are going to win a $16,000 package. So that's main event buy-in of $10,000, nine nights of the Grand Hyatt Baja Mar for two people, as well as $1,400 room credit and $2,000 expenses. Boom. Big package, okay? First through third in this uh, charity tournament. Fourth through eight, eighth are going to win a six thousand dollar light package so this includes the mini main event which is an eleven hundred dollar buy-in nine nights of the grand hyatt uh by hamar six hundred dollar room credit and two thousand expenses so there you go uh the sort of the mini main still you get the same amazing experience uh of the whole journey so this charity tournament is going to be on sunday october 13th it's a hundred dollar buy-in and it is at 8 p.m uk i'm sitting here on the internet 8 p.m uk so um Amazing tournament, $100 buy-in with re-entries, I assume. Uh, support a great cause and a huge amount of money added to this thing. Um, yeah, I think that's, how much is that? Around 70K or something like that? Um, yeah, let me just do the math. One second. That is $78,000 added. Fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, sixth. Oh my God, 78K added for a $100 tournament. This is going to be incredible value. Like, you know, this is a charity tournament, but this is also plus EV. So uh, huge thanks to Party Poker Live for, for supporting that and get in that tournament if you can play. Now, obviously there's a lot of places where you can play online por poker, unfortunately. Um, so there is another way to support. And that is a retweet and donation link. So uh, this is something I've tweeted out on my personal account, Jamie Staples. Uh, make sure you can check it out there. Um, but you can also go to the Party Poker Live website, Hurricane Dorian Charity. There's a link to the tweet there. Um, and you can sort of see um, what, what you can do. So one person is going to get a $6,000 uh, CPP package, right? CPP light package. Um, which is going to be in the charity tournament as well. All you have to do is donate a minimum of $10 uh, as well as retweet the tweet to sort of get the word out, right? Um, so there's a, there's a link on the website, Party Booker Live website, um, 
Party Poker Live, CPP, Hurricane Dorian fundraiser. Uh, the money is going to the American Red Cross for Hurricane Dorian relief. As of right now, there's $2,351 raised. Uh, the goal is 50000 That is a big goal. I think we can do it, though. So that's 4% reached. Uh, raised right now and of course 6k added so if you're in a place like usa uh you can support this fundraiser and potentially win a 6k package for a 10 dollars donation or more so you have to donate with your real name that's the only stipulation so that we can sort of know who to give the money to um but other than that best of luck everyone on the drawing best of luck everyone in the charity tournament let's do some good as poker pros and players we have a brand new segment starting up this week the second ever show has a new segment can you believe it you might not even see the first show. This might be the first show to you, but let me tell you guys something. I was not very good at the first show, okay? I am still figuring this out. You might not ever see the first one. This might be the first one for you. The point is, we have a new segment, and this is going to be called Hero of the Week. Accepting copyright-free music for that bit. Um, send it in. So anyways, Hero of the Week. We're going to do this thing where we give away a $320 Gladiator ticket usable on Party Poker for the uh, the Sunday event. And then the winner is going to play it, and we're going to sort of rail them on, see if they cash the tournament, see if they can win the tournament. They're going to be our representative in the $320 Gladiator that runs every week on Party Poker, okay? So we're going to give this away sort of in a random social media giveaway okay and i want you guys to use a hashtag if you'd like to enter this so on twitter use the hashtag js poker hero hashtag js poker hero and and you can enter so the question i have for you uh and it's going to be closest to that is going to win this should we do closest to let's do closest to all right Closest to is going to win a $320 Gladiator ticket for next Sunday. Now, if you can't play, don't enter. Or enter, but don't use the hashtags that we can filter you out, okay? So you can just tweet it at me or something. What is going to be Party Poker Team Online's biggest cash this Sunday? Now, this Sunday is... The uh, main event of KO Series is the final day. There's some huge tournaments. There's going to be like some massive prize pools. Probably a tournament with over 200k for first. Like it's going to be huge. Okay. Now, Team Online comprised of 11 poker players. Uh, you can check that out on the website. I'm one of them. Uh, my colleague Jeff Gross, my brother Matt Staples, etc. There's 11 of us. What is going to be the biggest cash score in dollars? Okay. Tweet it using the hashtag JSPokerHero to try and win a $320 Gladiator ticket. Good luck. That just about wraps it up from me. So thank you everyone so much for checking out the podcast today. I'm still getting used to this like talking without people talking back at me. So I'd really love it if you guys could reach out to me on Twitter at Jamie Staples or Instagram or Facebook. You can find me Jamie Staples or Poker Staples pretty much everywhere. Um, so reach out to me. Let me know what you think about the show. Any feedback you have as well as like feedback for Party Poker and Poker in general. I'd just like to talk to you guys. Uh, that would be great. So... Yeah, that's it. I mean, best of luck, everyone, for the KO series, which is obviously wrapping up this Sunday. It's going to be a massive couple days of poker. I'm looking forward to hopefully continuing the hot streak. And that's going to be it. Thanks so much. Until next week, we'll see you later.